0: Hey, we're live. we're live. We're out there. Sorry, Wednesday. we're late.
1: it's Wednesday, it's Wednesday. Uh, loud and nerdy. We're a little bit late. We are here.
0: We are a little late.
1: We're here. We're live. We've got a lot of stuff going on. Paul, uh, Paul's been kidnapped by the Taliban.
0: <laughs> I look like it does look like I'm in a hostage place.
1: Just, you're, you're, uh, you're joining up uh, data on us.
2: Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my name is JW Caldwell, Florida movie guy. Um. Coming to you uh, live from the pandemic hot zone, <laughs> um, and Paul, Paul, Paul Spratt, my comedian ho- co-host, uh, an incredible gentleman and a wonderful person to have a show with every tonight night. We're back. It's been a it's been a real interesting <laughs> week, Paul. We'll talk about was, it in uh, the, the show, it's, but it's been a really interesting you. week. Um, we got a lot of things going on. We got we do movie motivation tonight. Uh, we do.
0: Very excited. College
1: friend Elizabeth Yazerski is going to join us. She's a dear college friend. She was a. She's a super talented person. She does not. Did want she get into college stay. as
0: you were leaving? What was that? <laughs> did she go to. She start college as you were leaving.
1: I I was in college for like seven years. I, <laughs> oh I really? Blue, I did the Bluto Blutarski.
0: <laughs> you did the Van Wilder plan. I did,
1: yeah, <laughs> I just showed up every week, and there there were all kinds of new people every time I went to campus. Well,
0: because she looks like she's like twenty-five, so it's like, what did she's like? When did you start college?
1: <laughs> well, one, I, I think she'll take the compliment, and two, I think you're saying I'm old, in which case both I mean, are true.
0: Depends on how you take she, what yeah, I said.
1: She, there's not a moment where where Liz is a striking uh, woman. She always has been. Um, but we're gonna get to her in a little bit. A little bit of news. One of the biggest things going, AMC was possibly going out of business. Now they've found investors, so they're going to try to get make it through the pandemic. But yesterday, they signed a deal with Universal. So they had a big fight with Universal. And yesterday, they signed a deal with Universal that basically says we can pull our movies after 17 days in a theater.
0: Stupid deal. Because now it's, they have to give that deal it's to a everybody.
1: bad deal for movie theaters.
0: I have to give and that deal and to everybody. Think
1: Universal is going to pull the movies after 17 days. Um, and they were kind of a little bit. Uh, I don't. I this this deal floored me. Um, but if you think Universal is going to be able to pull the movies after 17 days, uh, Disney is definitely going to get a better deal because Disney is more prolific right now. I would say Warner Brothers is going to have their hand in. Uh. uh Making it making a run at not keeping their movies longer than 17 days, and I feel like AMC, as largest exhibitor chain in the country, gave away the farm.
0: Yeah, for everybody else now. <laughs> well, because that deal fucks everybody.
1: Because AMC is going to make a much better deal than small theaters or yeah. smaller scenes to get well, higher my revenue. My friends in the, Emmaus, the video on demand.
0: They're. Uh, I don't even know how that affects them because. When I was talking to when we did the show for the one time Pennsylvania was open uh, <laughs> that he said he's a second run theater which means he doesn't even see new movies until I think he told me six six weeks yeah. after it already comes out 17 days is a little over <laughs> two weeks how does that affect a second well, run it, it theater the second
1: run theaters are going to be um,
0: do they even get the movie at that point
1: well, that's what I mean. It, it effectively, this deal with AMC has effectively sold the farm, and they've given everything away, and it's it's partly out of self-preservation because they are the largest exhibitor chain in the country, and partly because there really was nowhere to go with the fight with Universal. There no. was nowhere to go. Uh, AMC theaters are not going to not play the Fast and the Furious movies, are not going to not play... The Jurassic World movies, or so like there was nowhere to go in the fight, but it seems like they gave everything
0: well, away. Now that you have to deal, now you have to give that deal to everybody. I doubt they're going to pull the movies the out after is, 17 days, so they'll just and be MC in two places
1: because they have the largest number of theaters in the country, right? But another chain won't get the same percentage. They won't get the same, the, the ability to be able to maybe keep a movie or what, all of those things, all of those littler, smaller chains, even like a chain like Cinemark, which is smaller than AMC, is going to get job. And you're right, uh, something I didn't even think about, but you touched upon the second hand market theaters, theaters that play things second hand. So people who go to $2 movies or dollar movies or $5 movies or whatever it is. Um, those theaters, they usually don't get the movie for four to six weeks. Uh, well, no, I mean, not, yeah, after
0: 17 they're days, like, they're, they're not going to take it out of the theater. They're just going yeah, well, well, go to, it's going to go to digital. It's, it's, so yeah, well, that's
1: the, other thing. the other thing about this deal that's kind of stupid is, if it's a big hit, they're not going to take it out of theaters. Like, no. if it's doing great, like they're not, Jurassic World's playing for, you know, three, four, five, six, seven, eight weeks, making $40, 50000000 million a week. They're not going to take it out. And it's going to be so AMC has given them the ability to to cut their bait on movies that aren't big, and they still get to keep the money on the movies that, that are that are big that aren't going to go to video on demand. So I I don't understand it, and I I think it's like
0: yeah, but your window I'm, for a successful movie is so much smaller now. Say if you're like, how does that treat the indie movie market? Like
1: if you well, the indie movie have, market uh, completely it completely evaporates and everything we had talked about when spielberg and Set, spielberg and lucas had made a big play that they're only going to be like three or four movies released a year and they're going to be they're all going to be major major blockbusters and they're going to play for five or six months and those are the only movies that are going to be available to you and then you're not anything smaller is going to get pushed right away to 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 video on demand
0: well i mean if it doesn't if it doesn't pick up on like say if you release like you don't even get a chance to be an indie hit if it comes out your, right. Something like you have two my, weeks. My, if it doesn't catch fire, it's right.
1: going to get Something pulled like out. My big, every wedding took almost almost three months to get going, before there were enough prints to be able to get to everywhere. Right. So it, it, it's it's this weird. It's a weird deal. It's a bad deal. Um, we would ask. One of the things I do want to say as we're getting started: share the link, talk about us. If you like the show, if you like Paul, if you like me, <laughs> if, you <laughs> like if you don't my like one of them, don't care, Share it. If you hate us, share it. Um, share it to bad, you know, bad sites and whatnot. Yeah, but, hate watch us, <laughs> but share it anyway. <laughs> I'm, um, hate I'm looking at some of the comments. Uh, Velvet, yes, the stupid fast. <laughs> a lot of people
0: are mad. Is, we're late.
1: It's <laughs> still yeah. Everybody's mad. We're late. I'm very sorry. We had a uh, had a little bit of tech issues, but we're we're solid. Everything's going well. Um, that's the big news of the week, and then I do want to throw a shout out to. Critically geared.
0: Oh, is like that the shirt? shirt? Nice.
1: That was sent to us. I'm working on getting you March too. <laughs> but, uh, critically geared on Instagram. Very nice. Uh, good prices. They have fat guy clothing. The shirt. It's not <laughs> very snug. important
0: to have fat guy clothing.
1: Uh, important to have fat guy clothing. Um, but we are going to discuss tonight before before we get to where we're going. We do have movie motivation tonight, so it has returned. It's it's sometimes hard to get people to come, and then every once in a while you get somebody who says they're gonna come and then they 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 like they get very scared and then they back out and then they get they get they, they build up Why are you
0: talking shit before she comes on? No
1: no 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 this is a this is a compliment. They they build up the reserve and they were like, I really want to do it, but I'm terrified. But i'm gonna do it in like three weeks and i was like okay and i didn't think anything of it and then I, I talked to her yesterday and i'm like i realized it is the third week and she's ready to go so let's bring her in now elizabeth uzerski hi, hi
2: what's up you? um
1: she has uh she has a uh hood person in the background <laughs> for her very it's scary a, she lives in the village. patio umbrella on um, okay, so how are you doing? How are you doing during the pandemic? How's everything off, going?
2: I just want to say it's so nice to see your face. So great. And I also am very glad that Paul's safe over there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Paul, Paul, actually, he did. He did shave. It was weird. He no, shaved. And then all of a sudden, it just didn't work out.
2: It
0: looks like um, we're getting interviewed from CNN in a bunker.
1: <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> yeah, so he, he was recently kidnapped. He just got returned home we're lucky to have him tonight. I'm happy he's here. I um, so but happy. you, you look at, now. Paul said before, I don't know if you heard it, but Paul said before you, uh, how old am I going to college? Cause you look 25. And I said, wow, that makes me super old, but she does. De- she's always looked, hasn't looked a day over 25 forever. So even when I was 21, I didn't, even look- when you were 21, you look 25. <laughs> even when you were 21, you look 25, babe. Uh, but a uh, so Liz and I—a couple of backstory, really quick. Liz and I were on several shows at the University of Scranton. Uh, she was a very talented person. I was just the the dumb, no. the dumb clown on stage, dancing around, uh, around other very pretty people. <laughs> I was very lucky. That to is dance around. Fun. Huge lie. <laughs> I don't know. I, there are some shows where I was definitely dancing around like a huge funny bear. Um,
2: fantastic.
1: Um oh, man, it was it was you know I had the pants. The pants worked for me. Everybody, anybody who knows that, that's.
2: Wait, but um, I had the most, most
1: the- amazing dancer pants, like the hammer pants. That was one of the goes. what was that? Do you remember that?
2: I thought you meant that you were the only one wearing pants. So that well, I don't remember, I, I remembered everybody wearing. That pants.
1: Just, just different from other parties, Liz. I, I, we don't talk show. about those things. <laughs> like different Fight different Club, show. we don't talk about. We don't talk about player parties. Um. But yeah, Liz was one of our one of very talented actresses that that uh, graced me with being in shows with me. So um, I, I think I killed her husband once. I think I gave her boxing gloves once. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Did I give you boxing gloves? I don't, I don't know. know. I, there are I've I've done definitely I've definitely killed her husband on stage. Oh! Yeah, I was gonna say. I was like preferences in improv game. Her husband to be killed. Not in real, I swear, he's alive in the house. I
2: can
1: go. <laughs> Not in real life, yes. Yeah. Not in real life. Um, so, uh, okay, I'm, I'm going to talk about it because you didn't want to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. You're an author and a blogger. I'm getting it out there. So people can find you on Facebook. You, you say a lot of cool things. I read some of your stuff. It's really good. So I want people to, if they, if they feel they want to talk about different things, um, I know you wrote especially about like parents passing away and you get yeah. some really nice stuff. And with anybody who's lost parents, it's always important. Nobody really understands until you actually do. So I'm going to say that as, a, as the ultimate compliment that I read your stuff and it's good. And whether we talk about it or not, it doesn't really matter because I already brought it up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was weird. You didn't want us to pimp your stuff.
1: Yeah, we get people all the time who are like, can you pimp our stuff? I was like, pimp, I'm pimping a shirt. Like I, I all kinds of stuff. I do. I'm a huge, I'm a huge, you know, <laughs> that's how I do it. But anyway, um, so you, you have a blog, you've, you've, you've written a book, you're working on things. I'm so happy you came tonight. I know it was terrifying. Yes. But here's the here's the best part about this. You get to do something, a scene. You can read it, do whatever you want. We can turn the camera off, whatever you want to do. Paul will then guess it and miss it. Okay. <laughs> I'm just below
0: 500, so He's let's, let's below 500. settle down on me not being good Paul this. Paul
1: will guess what the movie is and miss it, and then... We'll make fun of Paul, and we won't even think about what happened. it what amazing. happened last week.
2: <laughs> wait, wait, I'll give you a clue. It's not West Side
1: Story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never
0: going to live last week down. It's going to follow me for the rest of the show.
1: Because it was hard. clearly Rocky Horror. It was like it was, the person is in a Rocky Horror shadow cast.
0: Yeah, that's why I didn't it think it was going to be like that.
1: Bad.
2: <laughs>
0: I talked myself okay. out of it.
1: So the, way, the way You've seen a couple of these. The way we do it is we do three, two, one, action. Are you ready? <laughs> Namaste. Namaste. Yeah. Namaste. I am so
2: afraid right now. I'm not.
1: Don't be. You'll be you're, fine. Uh, you're you're, you're, you're a, a gifted, talented actress. You You still are. No, I am not. Yes, <laughs> you are. You always were. Are you ready? <laughs>
0: Don't worry, J.W. and I make asses of ourselves for the rest of the show after Every, you yeah. get off. So We talk, we there's, talk, there's, about, you're we fine, talk about the, the
1: minutiae of Ripley and Aliens for, <laughs> for another half hour after we get done with you. The, no, bar was, the bar is super low.
2: I'm pretty comfortable making an ass out of myself. Like That's what I guess. <laughs> best.
1: We were good at it. We were really good at it in college. Yeah. You and I,
2: I'm still pretty we good We did
1: at a work. lot of drinking. It was it was a lot of fun. Probably, we don't talk about those, um, but, yeah. but we, you and I always had a good time. Anyway, all
2: right. I guess I'm ready, but I guess I prefer if you turn the camera off then. You could do
0: it it on your end. There's a little stop camera thing.
1: There's a little stop camera thing up here.
0: No, it's on there's a button that lets you do it. There There you you go.
1: go. Okay. Okay, so you can see me, I'm gonna count down. You ready? Three, two, one. Action.
2: Are you fucking kidding me? No, motherfucking Paris. I told you about Paris, Helen. I told you about this whole idea. No, no, Lillian, what are you going to do? You're going to go to Paris with Helen now? What are you going to You guys going to ride around on bikes with berets and fucking baguettes in the basket on the front of your bikes? Oh, how romantic. What woman gives another woman a trip to Paris? Am I right? Lesbian! We're all thinking it, aren't we? Yeah, okay. Yes, we're all thinking it, right? Lillian... This is not the you that I know. The you that I know would have walked in here and rolled your eyes and would have thought that this was completely over-the-top, ridiculous, and stupid. Look at this shower. Look at that fucking cookie. Did you really think that this group of women was going to finish that cookie? Really? And you know, that reminds me, actually. I never got a chance to try that fucking cookie.
1: (laughs) And, Steve, come back. What are you talking about? That was awesome. Nailed it. That was really good, and Paul's now going to miss. He is clearly going to miss this one I'm by not
0: a com- lot. I'm not confident at all.
1: And <laughs> Under 500. I'm already under
0: 500. 500. But, uh, is Am it I- Bridesmaids? Yes.
1: Fucking yeah! oh. Yes! Shocking! Redemption!
0: Redemption. Redemption.
1: He's back at 500. Now. You're back 500, and you're back at 500.
0: I don't oh think my God, this is, this I think'm still under, fire,
1: under moment with Elizabeth <laughs> there's lots of skis going on Very very impressive but it but it was so thank you so much for coming it was on so good thank you for having- you were, oh my God it, it, I, I gotta call you more we got to talk more I, no. I uh, but it, it was so good having you on you were incredible as I thought you would be as I knew you would be because I believe in you. Where where is your blog at? Say it. Just say it. Just throw it it's, out there. Um
2: Oh, it's uh I don't really blog on there often though. So, doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. A
1: tale of two lizzies.com. A tale of two lizzies.com. And what's the book? What about what's the name of the book in the case people book book are thinking about it?
2: Kids tell all how great dads can be even better husbands.
1: Nice. Was that now was that hard?
2: I, I'm I'm I need to go get a drink right now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You nailed it, I think. You were incredible. What are you talking about? You were amazing. So, a tail of two lizzie's.com and then uh, kids.
2: Kids. Oh,
0: are you frozen, Jay? Oh, JW might be frozen. Uh
2: But thank you for
0: coming on. Uh, It was a good time. And then come back whenever you (laughs) want. It
2: was so fun to talk to you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was a good time.
0: So, now that you broke uh, your movie Motivation Cherry. You can come back. Right you do another one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> i just love to talk
0: to you guys. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> JW JW are all jazzed up soundwise. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> you
2: gotta talk the rest of this thing out by yourself now, Paul. Yeah,
0: I'm just gonna be alone. But go get your drink. <laughs> Thank you again for coming on. We'll figure um, this
1: am out. I
2: back? What You're back. Oh he's back! Yeah. Okay. Lizzie, thank
1: you so much for coming on.
2: Thank you, Jay. You Love so you. Good. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Bye. Bye. Everybody who comes on and worries about it ends up being way better than either one of us could be talking about anything.
0: Well, they always have a blast, too. They always have a yeah. blast. Everybody is fun. You can't be worse than either one of us. So, it's fine. <laughs> it's good times. Um, we're out okay. here.
1: So, Tonight's episode, after we get done with a really great mo- movie motivation, thank you very much for, for Lizzie for joining us. She was incredible. She And you're back at 500. Congratulations. I didn't think you were going to get
0: it. I'm excited to be back in the game, baby. I had a lot of doubters. Velvet said I looked lost, and I was. I wasn't 100%. I wasn't 100%. I, wasn't 100%. I was like, fuck, I think it's this. You know, what, you know what got me was the cookie part. If she didn't never did the cookie part, I don't think I would have got it. But as well, soon as she you, said, you "I snatched, never ate that fucking cookie," you, and I
1: was like, "Bah!" You s- me. you snatched victory out of the jaws of defeat. <laughs>
0: that was right there. It was
1: incredible! I, I, because you were looking like, you actually were looking like, "Why am I here?" Like, yeah, oh my like, god, fuck, I'd rather be trapped by Al Qaeda. But anyway, I was like,
0: "Devil's Wears Prada." I was like, "Trips to Paris." I was like,
1: "Shit!" <laughs> well, no, I knew, I knew it wasn't Devil's Wears Prada because there's no, there's no f bombs in the Devil's Wears Prada. True.
0: Yeah, that's a, it's a PG uh, movie.
1: But. So, tonight's episode is a culmination, really. We've come this far. We talked about 80s sci fi, 80s comedy, 80s horror, 80s action. We put out polls about uh, prominent 80s movies that won Oscars that nobody gave a shit about.
0: <laughs> like, two people commented on every time we posted. Two post people
1: them. actively commenting every day. And then everybody else is like,
0: We're still doing highbrow. This, this week's going to have gonna a talk, smidge are of highbrow.
1: Is here? Nope. <laughs> We're not. You don't want to do polls. Here, take this. Pandemic. Bye. Um, okay, it, it should be renamed Stump Sprat, but you can't see. It. You can't call it Stump Sprat if, if Sprat's getting them right all the time.
0: In the game, it's hard baby. To call
1: something Stump Sprat if he's at five hundred or better. I got a
0: hall of five, a hall of fame career going. That's where I'm at. Yeah, you, I'm you right now. You can't
1: really call it Stump Sprat. I'm it, in
0: the you, hall right now.
1: Um, <laughs> attempt to stump spray. like It has to be something like there's got to be a qualifier. like Well,
0: that's the nickname.
1: Yeah, stump sprouts good It's
0: definitely. more than motivation or fondly known as stump So we,
1: we wrote a list of five movies that didn't make any of our other lists. We're going to talk about movies that we thought deserved to be Should have made about, lists. That should have made lists and somehow uh, there was a Bloodsport or somehow there was a, <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> other... You know, other things that didn't deserve to be on the list. Bloodsports, hi. Yes, Olivia de Havilland also died this week. Uh, The last surviving member, uh, Val mentioned something big. Olivia de Havilland, who, of course, is the last surviving member of uh, the Gone with the Wind cast. She was 104. She was Hollywood royalty. Very sad to see her go. Also, Regis Philbin died, who who has a personal place in my heart because I'm a huge millionaire fan, and I always used to watch Regis and Kathy in the morning because I worked in a movie theater so I could go in late at like 10, 11 o'clock because we didn't open until like 12 or one. So um, Regis Philbin passing away is a big deal. Olivia de Havilland passing away is a big deal. Um, but we have 80s movies to talk about that didn't make lists. and And I think we should, where do you want to start? What do you want to start with? Do you want to start with your list or my list? I'm just, I'm all by myself. What happened? Paul, what happened? I've lost Paul. Where did Paul go? Maybe Paul. Maybe Paul was freezing. Maybe I wasn't. Maybe there was like a fake thing. Yeah, I worked at a theater, Kyle. Yeah. Okay, so we're waiting for Paul to get back. This is interesting. I, another good time to show this really great barbarian shirt. Uh, my friend Bill Elmer does. Critically geared. You can see, like, there's a an orc losing his head. A very cut barbarian. Um, so, critically geared is where you can get all qu- kinds of cool uh, Dungeons & Dragons merchandise. Um, all original stuff. So, super cool. Uh, I don't know if Paul's coming back. I don't know how this works. Just waiting on Paul. I mean, I'll continue talking. We had a very eclectic list of five movies each, and I think while we're waiting for Paul, I will give you a heads up on what my five were. Give me one second. Here they are, my five, in no uncertain order, and I changed a couple times because I was like, I was jonesing for stuff. Uh, my five are Highlander, Fright Night, Highlander, Fright Night, Lagoonies. Uh well, there's all kinds of stuff going on. Hold on. People are messaging me. Hold on one second.
0: <laughs> I'm You're back. back. I believe Oh, what the you. fuck?
1: I that was frozen, me. It was you. No,
0: well, you were frozen last time because I was you fine.
1: Stole, you stole fizzy lifting drinks. I don't know what Bro- the fuck happened. So I'm doing <laughs> my five. Here are my five Highlander, Fright Night, Lagoonies. I picked Escape from New York, and I picked Tootsie. Those are my five. So I, I just want to throw it out there. How Highlander didn't make any of our lists as action film or sci fi is an immense crime it is still good and i think part of it is because it's been watered down by uh bad sequels like highlander 2 the quickening um and other that that came came out (laughs) um but highlander has you know it has incredible action sequences it has sean connery playing a mentor yoda-ish character it has uh immortals trying to kill each other with swords that's awesome it's the backstory on it's incredible. You know, basically they 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 live throughout the ages. They leave wealth to themselves. Like it, it's it's got a whole encompassing world. And the rest of the sequels aren't really great. And even like even the TV show is kind of like meh. But people do like. The I
0: like show. the TV show. I was a big fan.
1: Um, I also picked Fright Night. I don't know how Fright Night didn't make our best horror list.
0: Yeah, Fright that one should should have made it. Should have made it.
1: it should have made it. Fright Night is, of course, about Charlie Brewster. He lives next. To, he lives next to somebody that uh, buys the house next door to him. Turns out the person next door is a vampire, played by a wonderful Chris uh, Sarandon, uh, playing Jerry Dandridge, um, and it is one of the best horror films of the '80s, bar none. Uh, and and this is interesting because they have a thing going on right now. Tom Holland, who's the director of it, has a thing going next weekend, this Sunday, where they're doing a live internet. Uh, Zoom recreation, like a, a live reading with all different actors playing in different parts, um, playing Evil Ed and all the characters from Friday Night. Friday Night desi- definitely deserves to be on the list.
0: The original characters?
1: Uh, well, uh, not It's not the original actors, but no. it's the, the characters. It's a live mm-hmm. reading of the script.
2: So I <laughs> guess he just Steve keeps Bergen saying on Friday Night? Beastmaster over and
1: over again. <laughs> Beastmaster is uh, a great movie, but it's—I I, I don't think it's the remake of Fright Night. we has been talking on our list, except maybe Bloodsport, and then you're running into a problem. I also picked—I picked the Goonies because Goonies never say die. I am a Goonie at heart, forever and ever. Um, so I, I can't—I can't abide by not. I, I don't know how it didn't make either action adventure list. Do you think Goonies
0: and Batman didn't make the list because people think they're 90s movies?
1: Oh, maybe. Like, they don't
0: think they're 80s movies?
1: Really? That's interesting. Maybe because uh-huh. you think, like,
0: was Goonies 89? Batman was I, I, 89. I also, think,
1: I also think some of it with with Batman and the Go- – Oh, no, Goonies was 85.
2: Um,
1: yeah. but Batman, I think with Batman and the Goonies, I think people said, you know, I'm not going to vote for it because somebody else will. You know you what I mean? So? Maybe somebody else will vote for it. Yeah. Um, so I, I voted for the Goonies. And then the last two, I, I was torn. I had a bunch of things. I had sent a list to Paul like twice. I picked <laughs> Escape from New York because if Escape from New York had made either one, either a sci-fi list or action list, Kurt Russell would have been way high talking yeah. like, talking Schwarzenegger, Ford uh, areas. So I, I put Escape from New York on a list that should have been on there. You could have also included Big Trouble in Little China. Either one, if you put them into the, any of the lists we had, all of a sudden, Kurt Russell is way more important than, than he was actually given credit for. Um, and then I picked Tootsie, which got no love in the comedies, and it's easily one of the best American comedies ever made. It's timely because it talks about you know gender roles. They just did a Broadway musical of it. It also has a very stunning performance, uncredited, by the way, from Bill Murray. Uh, where he literally owns the screen every time he's on. Plays, he plays a playwright that lives with the Dustin Hoffman character. And the stuff he says that comes out of his mouth, I mean, it's so brilliant. He's trying to write a play about a, a couple that re- is returning to Love Canal after it's been poisoned. And they're returning to Love Canal to raise their family. And it's, so it's like one of those weird liberal issue movies that he's trying to make. He's trying to make a play about it. And he has a a sequence in the middle where he's drunk at a party where he says, (coughs) he's talking and he says, I, I want to have an empty theater of people and I want people to come out afterwards and and say, I saw your play, man. What happened? (laughs) And so it's just, it's it's really edgy. It's really amazing. And it's, um, it's very theater, theater click.
0: I wonder why Bill Murray chose to be uncredited for that movie. Is that a choice or
1: I I think was oh, a worked. choice. Yeah,
0: interesting. Especially for like a well renowned, like critically acclaimed movie to choose to not have your name part of it.
1: He also he delivers like the line. The lines he delivers, like he has so many good lines in that movie. Like I, I can understand being uncredited because the lines are so delicious. Like there's a sequence in the middle where Dustin Hoffman's talking about I can't have you answering the phone in the apartment they share. Because I don't want, I don't want the producers of the, the soap opera that I'm on to think Dorothy's a slut. (laughs) And he's like, I, I live here too, Michael. I, I live in this, this apartment. I, I need to get phone calls. People call me. I mean, my girlfriend calls me, people call me. I can't not get calls because you're not that type of girl. That's weird. Um, and then he also gets to deliver the, the bell ringing line at the end, which is that's one nutty hospital.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know how... Those, it was tough when going back through and looking at the movies that didn't make it, and I was like, Jesus, this is a lot of good movies that didn't make these lists. Yes. Like, even just narrowing down my five was hard. Other than Howard the I Duck. Had, that, was, I uh, had, I had, that was a I, no-brainer.
1: I told you, I told you <laughs> the joke was I could do ten. Yeah. I could do ten on my own. Just with... Okay, so wait. Missy has Beastmaster, Blue Lagoon, Labyrinth, Princess Bride, Cat's Eyes.
0: I'm a good watch list, I solid
1: list. It's
0: a solid list.
1: Problem problem with that is we didn't do fantasy movies. So Beastmaster, Labyrinth, yeah, and Princess Bride.
0: Fantasy is sci fantasy sci-fi. Same category. They don't get their yeah, own but, category.
1: But very hard to get people to pick Princess Bride over over Aliens.
0: Princess Bride to me is a comedy.
1: That's okay. That's that's Just like cool. Back
0: to the Future to me is a comedy.
1: So Princess what Bride's one, one of my five, favorite so? movies What's of all time. Five. Let's go through your uh, five. And we're going to discuss one of your five because I rewatched it. And
0: <laughs> Well, I mean, Kyle will be happy because the, ver- the easiest one to pick out of my five was Howard the Duck. I was upset that it didn't make it. Howard the Duck is great. Uh, Howard the Duck, Tron, uh, Little Shop of Horrors, Evil Dead 2, and Batman. Uh, it was my fifth one. We talked about Batman should have made it. I picked Batman. You have three
1: really good movies. An okay movie, and then you have one that is. I rewatch Paul. It's abysmal.
0: It's, yeah, it's Which terrible. one's the only okay movie before we trash well, out the dumb?
1: Tron's an acquired taste. Yeah, Tron's but Tron not,
0: also gave us uh, what is it? I don't forget what the sequel's name is. It's not Tron Two. Oh, Tron, it's uh, Tron, Tron Legacy. Yeah, but that movie's great. That movie's I don't know. Great. No, no I, It's I, just like War Games. Movies,
1: but it, it, it's War Games not, is like, like an if acquired you watch taste. It now you, you like you might not be like if you're watching Tron now. What you might have is you might go, oh, when was this made?
0: <laughs> yeah, graphics oh, made are pretty ages. bad. Okay,
1: I got uh, okay. Okay, and, and so that's part of it. So it, it's, it's kind of a tough watch. Um, I, I got we got to talk about it, Paul, because I rewatched it. I bought it. I rewatched it. <laughs> it's bad. It's not good. It's,
0: Paul. It is not bad. Howard the it's, Duck <laughs> is the shit. No, See, not, you it, just got to go all- in knowing it's not an Oscar-nominated movie.
1: Oh, no, <laughs> you no, go no, in. That, that's, there's a duck trying to fuck I human chicks. I <laughs> it hardly, because everybody said it was. Everybody said I was wrong, but I'm. I'm not wrong. There's, there's no through line. The jokes don't land. It's not funny. It has no idea what it is. Whether it wants to be like a sci-fi action movie, or if it wants to be a comedy, or if it wants to be both. Uh, uh, Leah Thompson is horribly miscast. Horribly miscast. (laughs) She's great in this movie. Oh, God, she's not.
0: Where does this fall in the Lucas Empire? Was this uh, before Star Wars or after Star Wars? This
1: is after Star Wars when he could do whatever the hell he wanted.
0: Yeah, well, and he wanted to make Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck is great. he wanted to do Howard
1: the Duck, and and it was a mistake.
0: (laughs) No, it wasn't. It was. Me and Kyle disagree. I'm going to tell you right now. the Duck is super fun. This
1: may be the single worst movie, like aside from Bloodsport. (laughs) This is the worst movie
0: ever mentioned on this show.
1: Worst movie we've watched. (laughs) Not even close. I I was. I was sitting here. I was watching with my wife. I was sitting here. She's like, "I love How the Duck." I'm like, "Do you really like?" Because I think people like. I think people remember thinking they love it, and then you rewatch it, and you're like, "Yeah, this." Maybe yeah. when you're maybe when you're 12, 13, the idea of a dirty duck working, in a, working <laughs> in a, like.
0: Listen, if I ever get to a point where I have any kind of pull in the industry, I'm going to remake Howard the Duck. <laughs> I'm going to do it, and I don't care if it's this PC world, I'm, we're fucking getting to Howard the Duck, and I'm going to be the so- one to do it.
1: So could that be what it is? Maybe in your head, and maybe ever. Uh, maybe it's. Oh, by the way, uh, Kyle's saying I tell people the Raiders are good. I and Paul will Paul will agree with me. I never say the Raiders are good.
0: <laughs> yeah, he knows they're bad.
1: I know they're bad. So, because I know what's good and bad, and I'm and telling you right Jacob. now, folks.
0: The consensus. I mean, Velvet's How with you. Do. I stay with JW. Sorry, but in the comments, I'm winning. There's a lot of Howard the Duck fans.
1: I just think it's Missy and Kyle being very loud <laughs> um, in the comments. Here's what I'm going to tell you. If you can tell me a moment when you're watching that movie where you go, it knows what it wants to be. And this, like even the special effects aren't good, Paul. Like The costume is great. Well, he yeah. looks really neat. He looks kind of weird. And he looks duckish, which is fine. But it's got so many weird little, like, weird little bad moments where you're just like, why the fuck did they, who thought this was a good idea? Like, who, who in their right mind thought that a duck getting frisked by cops to the point where he was naked and they're grabbing at his duck junk is a good movie? Like, there are moments, Paul, where you're... it's just, it's, it's, oh, it was so bad. I, so I was so wanting. Did you like to... Cool World? I love Cool World. Cool World? That movie's cool awesome, Cool World's too. a bad movie, too. I fucking love Cool World. Cool World's a terrible movie. <laughs> I love Cool World. I'm not World. saying you have bad taste, but you might have bad taste. Cool World um, is awesome. Okay, so how, let me go through. The Howard Duck problems. Okay, the visual effects are terrible. Leah Thompson's miscast. 80s. But, yeah, but wait a second. We've had tons of movies that have great special effects from the 80s. So you can't go... Blade 80s. Runner.
0: Blade Runner was good in the 80s. There's a lot of bad special effects in the 80s. But, but like, compared to now, senior, they're all senior, bad special effects.
1: You had Predator, which had a fully a fully camouflaged alien, where the visual effects are, are on par better than anything in Howard the Duck. There are none of the jokes land, man. Play Duck? Play Duck? That's, I, <laughs> I, I, I love think what happened was when you guys were like 13, 14, you were so fascinated with the idea of a duck having sex with a woman. You're just trying to figure it yeah, out that, in, your, a, in your head. I love the
0: ending. I love how it can't. I love how it's like this weird space travel. He's on his couch. He goes like, "I love that it just doesn't give a fuck." I love I, when a movie doesn't give a fuck.
1: <laughs> I like, I, they're just oh, like, "I'm oh, doing what oh, I want." I, and here's the, just, just, I'm gonna do Well, and that's the thing. There's a big thing about this movie where there's they don't care yeah. about any like it, it's just it seems to me like somebody somebody sitting in a typewriter going I think play ducks funny we're gonna go with it
0: yeah sometimes you gotta I go think, for the I joke think
1: jock itch for ducks where you have feather <laughs> feather scratching
0: they were trying to be the airplane of sci-fi movies (laughs) they're trying to be they They were
1: shooting for every every joke is gonna hit but you got a fucking good no you gotta go you gotta go for it anytime you bring up alien overlords and crazy shit (laughs) like towards the end of the movie that's what i mean it's such it's such a like it's epically bad and i wasn't wrong like i i i'm gonna sit here and i will fight to my dying breath this (laughs) is a terrible (laughs) movie
0: well, I think at this point, I mean, we've been doing this podcast long enough. It's very rare that me and you both go, this movie was pretty good. <laughs> like, Mostly, you like something, and usually I'm like, this fucking sucked.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, we're always at odds. You're, you're, you're pulling, we're going to agree to disagree on this one? Yeah, that's. I think we're that's where we're at. agree to disagree? That's the yeah. biggest info you can hurl at a human being. <laughs> well, well, they got to nothing disagree? for you. Get the, the like, fuck I, out of here. You my arguments...
0: My arguments Howard of why Howard, Howard the Duck—it's it just Get out fun. Of here. It's just fun. I don't want it to be something. I want it to be
1: so Howard the, the
0: Duck. Like, why does everything have Howard. to have a category?
1: He's so uninteresting. The car- <laughs> Howard is so in- the the deadpan delivery. The like, like, and then people show up and they're like they're good actors, and you're like, what happened? Like. Was, Tom, was Tim Robbins on meth that week? Yeah, I think like, Tim
0: Robbins was. I, I wanted to. You know, I didn't. IMDb Tim last has been night. Been when I wanted He's in the Shawshank Redemption.
1: And he's was in that before or after powerful. Shawshank?
0: Before or after Shawshank?
1: <laughs> it had before. to be before, right? It's amazing he got a job.
0: <laughs> there's, yeah, because there's no way he did Shawshank and then he did Howard the Duck.
1: No. I get it, that. It would but, be a step down. <laughs> Okay, Howard the Duck. What else you you got? Batman. Batman should have made a list. Batman. Michael Keaton Batman. Let's talk about something we can agree on. Michael Keaton Batman is the best Batman.
0: Yeah, Michael Keaton's the best Batman. We've had this he's conversation a bunch of times. Michael Keaton is the best Batman.
1: And when we get into this area where we're getting, he apparently he's going to be part of the new Flashpoint movie, and you're bringing him back into the fold, and he's going to be like like kind of like a a Nick Fury kind of DC character. I don't know that you could get, I don't know that you could get any more excited about DC movies than when they announce either Michael Keaton's returning as Batman or Michael Keaton's going to do Batman Beyond. I
0: can whenever tell you why happens, I'm not excited. That
1: crazy shit happens. Um, I can give but you Michael so Keaton's many reasons Keaton's
0: why I'm not Batman. excited.
1: <laughs> Nicholson's really good. Like I, I rewatched it. And Mike Nicholson's really good. I mean, he's not. There's never a moment where he's not Nicholson. No. But. He's a, he's a fun Joker. I mean, my favorite Joker moments in the movie are the quiet ones where he's talking to Bob. And yeah, like either where he's like, "Where do I? Where does he get the wonderful toys?" And where does like the little side notes to Bob, like you know,
0: those are the like just the let's, throwaway you know, let's
1: lines, because we're going to kill a flying mouse. You know, like yeah. just ridiculous shit. Um, but the the stuff is good. Vicky Vale's interesting. Uh, Robert Wool's really fun to watch in this one. I mean, there's a lot of really good things in
0: this movie's well had. casted. It's well casted. It's seemed well. <laughs> the cinematography is good. This is back before, um, I his name's escaped my brain, but the director before he just started making trash. Uh, yeah, no, Tim oh, Burton. Can, this is back when Tim Burton was great.
1: Well, yeah, this was when Tim Burton knew who what Tim Burton was, and he wasn't making facsimile Tim Burton movies. Yeah. Movies that are appear to be Tim Burton movies, but they're <laughs> making, Tim Burton movies in name only. It's um, meta Velvet, Tim Burton. We need to put a, um Val Kilmer is not a better Batman. A couple of things.
0: Is Val Kilmer the nipple Batman or is that George Clooney? Val
1: Kilmer is Batman forever. He's a good I would argue you know what? He's not a better Batman Velvet, but he is a good Bruce Wayne. Also, you brought up Leto. There is no reason to bring up Leto when we talk about good Jokers, ever.
0: Leto is the bottom Joker below people who haven't even played the Joker yet. That's how bad he wasn't the Joker.
1: <laughs> Leto is uh, Leto is Leto is beneath like a child who dresses up as the Joker for Halloween. Because that's right now. I mean,
0: what it is. it's the crazy thing is obviously. I mean, nobody can. Heath is the best Joker. Heath yes. is the best Joker. Two's got to be Nicholson, and then I would say three is uh,
1: Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill's played played the Joker and everything that Joker. you can think of. He's been the voice on Batman the Animated Series. He's been the voice of all the Arkham games. He's been the voice. You know, Mark Hamill has a very, very distinct hold on the character. So I, Mark Hamill's in the top three for me. Well, we're going outside of movies, then. stuff.
0: Joaquin Phoenix. I would say it was my third Joker if we're staying in movies, but I'll give you Mark as three if I, we're going in the I, whole universe. I, am
1: a, I, 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 this is, I don't know if people are going to take this the wrong way, but I'm not a fan of the Joker movie. I, <laughs> you,
0: you can come on and do it whatever you want, Velvet. If you want to do it,
1: J.W. No, is the not, booker know,
0: of movie if, motivation. So reach out to J.W.
1: If you want to drop Paul below 500 because you have some <laughs> sort of Leto vendetta, you go right ahead. I will encourage it. You can come on. We we're booked for the next two weeks, but you can come on the third week. So start getting your mind start getting your movie. Affleck
0: doing. was the bomb in Batman. If Affleck's Affleck still one of my Batman. favorite Batman.
1: Affleck was fine, and if he gets a chance to do the TV series on HBO Max,
0: <laughs> is it going to be a TV series or is it going to be a movie? I heard well, it was going to no. be a movie. No. Bummer. It's, it's, like, the, the rumors like are a it's mini series. Be a TV show. <laughs> like a mini series.
1: I, I I don't know I don't I, I don't know how things are consumed so I, I would say it's going to be something like akin to the Umbrella Academy or something like that. We'll have to see. But uh, while he says Affleck was the bomb in Batman, yo, I would say Affleck was the bomb in Phantoms, yo, <laughs> which is one of the best horror films ever made. Um, okay, that's a '90s horror. We can't talk about that. So um, you also picked you also picked Evil Dead Two. I, I know you. we were talking about Evil Deads. You watched Evil Dead 2. Uh, how are you feeling about Evil Dead 2?
0: Uh, I still really like it. <laughs> I think uh, I'm actually upset that it didn't make it. I think Evil Dead 2 took everything that was good about Evil Dead 1 and really nailed it a second time. They leaned into the gore. They leaned into the jokes. They leaned into yeah, everything it's- that it was perfect.
1: It's a Three Stooges movie with gore, and it's it's so good. It's so good. It, does, it definitely deserves to be on the, the horror list. Um, and then Bruce Campbell think, should oh, be in more
0: but, things. I don't know how old he is now. I know he's doing a TV show, but I can never yeah, get
1: it. Yeah, Ash vs Evil Dead is a great show, but there are also there are rumors that there's a, an Evil Dead movie lurking out there in the uh, in the midst.
0: Yeah, but they just um, remade it. So how does that yeah, work? Yeah,
1: they did remake it, but. It was kind of remade with the idea that it was like passing of the torch kind of thing and they were always talking about Raimi going back and doing another Evil Dead movie just to finish up everything. See,
0: I kind of like the remake, so I wouldn't be against if they could somehow get the girl and,
1: and Bruce Campbell and in the same movie. Together. Yeah, that yeah. would be... She was really good. She's she's yeah. a great kid. They're rumor, she's one of the uh, top contenders to be Batgirl. girl. She's one of the She's on the short list. Her name's Jane Stevenson. She's on the short list to be the next Batgirl. So she's very good. Um, but Evil Dead 2 definitely deserves to be on the list. Tron, is Tr- Tron, again, is a movie of the 80s. It's one of those. I love it. But I, I if you show it to people, they might go, this is really boring.
0: Yeah. <coughs> I mean, I understand that. some sci-fi movies just take a while. You have to give to them a done. shot. Yeah, you know, no no. take a while to get going you have to establish the universe you have to establish because blade runner takes a while to get going too blade runner is super slow in the beginning but it's so visually uh enticing and beautiful that it kind of keeps you locked in tron it, it, you're you're, not you're, so stuck. Much.
1: you're you're stuck watching it going what happened <laughs> uh, I, yeah, well no no and that's that's the the key uh, like but Tron is, Tron is a good movie, though. And the second one is really good, too. Um, picks up right where the first one kind of left oh, they're off. They're making
0: another one, too, I think, right? The word is. Well, there
1: there are rumors. Well, okay. So Florida has a, a, has this theme park called Disney. They haven't been open for a couple no months, but now they're back open again, <laughs> and people are kind of going. Um, but there's a huge Tron ride that's opening. So Disney likes to do everything synergistically. So it would be really good to have something drop on Disney+. Plus. The moment this new ride opens, it would kind of kind of work out for the best.
0: Yeah, um, when's the ride supposed light, to open? It's a light
1: cycle roller coaster, nope. so it's like a super duper fast. Um, it's uh, it was supposed to open later this year, but I don't know. Like everything's getting pushed back. Like all the movies that are getting dropping off the release schedule.
0: Yeah, twenty twenty has been basically canceled.
1: <laughs> tw- twenty twenty should be canceled. It's been <laughs> fucking awful. Sucks, um, though. okay. Romero is a good joker, Velvet. I'm I, I have no I have no Romero's the first Joker all of us had. The only thing I would say about the Romero Joker that always bugged me was he, he wouldn't shave his beard or his mustache. So there are various episodes of Batman in the old TV series where he has like he has the white makeup face paint and it's like there's a there's a clearly a brown mustache underneath it. It always bugged <laughs> tried the to shit paint out of
0: me. mustache.
1: He would never shave his mustache, he just didn't feel his <laughs> It's hilarious. He felt, he felt the role was beneath him, and so He was like, eh, I'm, I'm good. Do you want me or not? Oh yeah, we'll take it. And then once he became the Joker, everybody loved him. So it was like, eh, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Um, but what else, what else did you pick? What else was on your list that you, uh, one of the things nobody mentioned, uh, Friday Night. So Friday Night, getting back to that Friday Night deserved to be on the list.
0: Remake is good. I like the remake a lot too. Maybe the remake, the remake will get some bad. love later on. Huh?
1: The, the remake's not bad. Um, I, I mean, w- it's I would not argue as good as
0: the original, but it's good.
1: Right. The, the problem with the, the... Not really problems. I would argue that I, while I love Colin Farrell immensely in most things, he's not. He's just not as good as Chris Sarandon. Chris yeah, is kind mails. of his,
0: out of his wheelhouse, but that's what I kind of liked. That well, he does kind of think they're out of
1: his wheelhouse. So. Yeah. But. Okay, so...
0: Little Shop was the last one.
1: Those are the ones. Little Shop, yes. Little Shop deserves a lot of praise. I got to tell you, and you're talking about 80s movies with great special effects because you said Howard the Duck was an 80s movie, so it should get a pass. I want to point out that the Little Shop of Horrors special effects, the makeup, the production design are so top-notch. It is such a great movie. And the, the director's cut with the ending, the original ending, which is Audrey too is just the first of an invasion force of other giant plants dropping in. It's a great movie. It's got great music. It's very sad. Ellen green is really good as, as Audrey and uh, Rick Moranis as, as Seymour, uh, Crabborn. Um, it's, great. it's a great movie. It's really good, but I think it falls in the spot for us. Where does it get dropped? Does it get dropped in the comedy? Does it get dropped in the sci-fi and when we had the discussion it a about musical? sci-fi, what I said to you was, it's a sci-fi satire, so it's in, it's got a double, <clears throat> it's got double things going against it.
0: Do you think that's because people sing in it that throws it off? I
1: think that's part of it. I think part of it is, satire is really hard to Place. to grasp. So is it, is it a comedy? Because there's a lot of funny things. Um, or is it street sci-fi? Because it's essentially about a giant plant from outer space that arrives in the middle of an eclipse that that eats human blood and grows at a geometric rate and eventually will lead an attack force that will kill all of humanity <laughs> sweet yeah it's also it's got really good music like yeah it's great and uh, like tisha campbell like uh, appearing as one of the one of the girls that does this the background vocals for all the 50s doo-wop kind of songs so amazing so like there's so many things going on um and I agree. I agree with Velvet. Satire often misses the mark. So you have people that go, "Oh, what happened?"
0: You have to lean in. You have to lean in sometimes with satire, and yeah, sometimes if you're going to do satire,
1: sometimes they're hard to they're hard to gauge. Sometimes they're hard to figure out what, what, what are they trying to satirize? Right. Um, yeah, we have because I mean, what, what do you show, think?
0: What is Little Shop trying to satirize?
1: <laughs> well, it's satirizing '50s horror films and also musicals. Right. like you're making a musical about one of your main songs is a plant begging to be fed. You can make a song about anything.
0: <laughs> you literally can.
1: You, when, and this was Howard and Mencken and Ashman were amazing. They were responsible for all the Disney songs from the, in the, the late eighties, late early nineties, all of the hits, Beauty and the Beast. Little Mermaid, Aladdin—they were—they were responsible for them. So this was one of their first things. So it, it has a lot of the, the core components of their musical stylings, and they're so good. Like the songs are amazing. Uh, suddenly Seymour is suddenly Seymour is mind blowing, and considering it's based off of a fifth—it's based off a '60s movie by Roger Corman, where it was—you know—it was just a straight uh, sci-fi horror film you know, guy killing people and feeding them to his plant in the basement.
0: Sometimes Um, you got to take like a serious thing and make it funny. (laughs) Well,
1: well, that's part of what satire is, but you also have to understand 50s sci-fi horror films. You have to understand, you know, like you have to understand how they were filmed. Like the whole sequence with Steve Martin on his bike and filmed in front of a, uh, you know, a green screen behind him, you know, doing like a fifties kind of Elvis, kind of riff on things as a dentist, right? Also needs need to be pointed out, Boomer appears again and <laughs> he point. sneaks in. He sneaks in. and he steals the goddamn movie. He he his shit is real funny. Like the moment he gets into the chair and he turns the light on and he's putting the stuff in his mouth, the popcorn in his mouth like the the the, the dental stuff in his mouth, it's amazing. <laughs>
0: he's just good in everything. Boomer is the man.
1: He, he really is. It's not a joke. Um, but he, sne- he sneaks in. Um, so that that's our list. I'm happy with the, the list we came up with. Escape from New York also warrants a mention just because it's I 81. It predicts, you know, not the future, but uh, police states and <laughs> terrorism and, you know.
0: Maybe the future. Uh, Kurt
1: Russell's really good in it. And he's, <laughs> Snake Plissken is one of my favorite all-time anti-hero characters he's just doesn't give a fuck yeah About anything so. do
0: we want to do this do we want to do the highbrow segment of the show or do you-
1: <laughs> what do you what do you th- well we got six minutes let's let's try to get through this
0: we'll run through it
1: we'll run through it we'll go we'll go through we'll, we'll talk about what won and where we thought maybe there could have been better choices
0: all right so i'll name them off And we'll talk about it. What we would have picked... Yes. So 1980, Ordinary People won Best Picture. Nominated Mm -hmm. was Coal Miner's Daughter, The Elephant Man, Raging Bull, and Tess.
1: So what would you have picked? There was two I would have picked over Ordinary People, which gets forgotten about now. The Elephant Man is really good. The one that has stood the test of time and is still talked about today is Raging Bull. Raging Bull is widely regarded as as one of four or five best films of the eighties.
0: Yeah. That's from what a, I pulled. out. From a that.
1: technical movie making standpoint.
0: Yeah. I would have also picked, uh, raging bull.
1: The elephant man is a good solid second. It's way better than ordinary people. Uh, you know, telling a story, of John Merrick. So if you want to, if you want to catch up, it's a really great poignant humor, um, human story about a person born with deformities. <laughs> okay. 81. Oh, I'll read, read these off. Ready? Chariots of fire. What happened?
0: Oh, I thought uh, it was too small, so I'm going to read them off because they're too small okay, for people read to off. read. This
1: 1981,
0: *Chariots of Fire*, won Best Picture. Also nominated: *Atlantic City*, *On Golden Pond*, *Raiders of the Lost Ark*, and *Reds*. So we already okay. know which one you're going to pick.
1: Yeah, I'm picking *Raiders* <laughs> every day and twice <laughs> on a Sunday. Uh, but I would argue there there are two other better, like two other movies that are just as important. *On Golden Pond* was the last uh, performance by Henry Fonda, and Catherine Hepburn and Jane Fonda all in the same film It is a great story about family and dealing with um, dealing with uh, Alzheimer's. It's a great movie. Um, and also Atlantic City was the last movie, Burt Lancaster's last movie, not his last movie, but one of his last Oscar nominated performances where he plays a gangster uh, who falls in love with a younger woman. Really good. You should check it out.
0: Uh, I'll pick Raiders. <laughs> Because I'll be honest, I haven't seen the other four movies, so that makes it super easy.
1: Yeah, I. The, but *Chariots of Fire* is a good movie, but it's like it, all we know, of, all we know for it about it right now is the the score, the bum, 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 bum That the score yeah. is impressive, but how it beat so, *Raiders* is one of the.
0: It'll be your dilemma for the rest of your life.
1: Out. It's okay. We have some bad years coming.
0: So, nineteen eighty-two. 82. Gandhi won Best Picture, yep. also nominated was E.T. missing Tootsie and The Verdict.
1: Okay, so there are three movies that are better than Gandhi. <laughs> E.T. is way up here, Tootsie's up here, and The Verdict is up here. They're all better than Gandhi. The Verdict is Paul Newman. Um, he plays a drunken lawyer who basically takes on the Catholic Church before it was hip, Tootsie has all of the things, a great performance with Dustin Hoffman, a great performance with Will Murray, Jessica Lange, who was nominated for two different Academy Awards that year um, for Tootsie and for Francis. So she was nominated for both Actress and Best Supporting Actress. And also, I would, I would argue that E.T. is a movie that stood the test of time and is way more important than Gandhi, although Gandhi's an important movie.
0: <laughs> I think I would have went with Tootsie or The Verdict <sighs> on that one uh they're both great movies i've never seen missing so
1: the verdict paul newman as as an alcoholic lawyer is amazing it's an incredible performance it's a really good and it's a really solid movie it's all about the catholic church um hushing up some uh, medical malpractice really it's kind of timely like funny (laughs)
0: like so it's almost like all the movies that made in the 80s should be done now because it applies almost to exactly same thing. Well, they, 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 apply.
1: they apply. They do apply. That's okay. They, so nine, it's really weird. Yeah, it's real weird.
0: 1983, 84. the year I was born.
1: 83.
0: Terms of Endearment won for Best Picture. Also nominated was The Big Chill, The Dresser, The Right Stuff, and Tender Mercies.
1: Okay, so this is a year the Academy got it right. I don't like chick movies a lot. And I I don't even use the term, but Terms of Endearment is about mother and daughters. It is so good. And Deborah Winger is so good in it. And Sheryl McLean gets all the acclaim in the movie and Nicholson won an Academy Award. They both won best actors, best supporting actor, but Deborah Winger is the heart and soul of the movie. She's so good in it as the daughter who gets cancer. And it's such, it's a tearjerker movie, but it's also got like a lot of great moments. John Lithgow's in it in a supporting role and so is Jeff Daniels. So the casting on this movie: Shirley MacLaine, Jack Nicholson, Deborah Winger, Jeff Daniels, John Lithgow, Danny DeVito's in it. Like it, it's there's a there's a huge number of people in the movie. I don't hate this choice. I would have picked my personal favorite. the right stuff, which is all about the uh, the Apollo um, the Apollo astronauts um, breaking into space and beca- becoming the first people to to get to go, to go to outer space. So yeah. that's my other favorite in this bunch.
0: I agree that Terms of Endearment should have won, but I would have also picked the right stuff too. And also it's not fair because I've never seen Tender Mercies, The Dresser, or Tender The Big Mercedes Chill. Is,
1: is, is, Tender Mercies and Dresser are about older men in, in late stages of their life. What was the other one you said?
0: Uh, The Big Chill.
1: Oh, The Big Chill is a great movie, but it's not... Compared to the other things we're talking about, it's just not. It doesn't have the weight, but it was one right. of the bigger hits of 1983, uh, with one of the best casts. You know, Tom Berenger, Joe Beth Williams, Kevin Kline. You know, I mean, so many people in it. But yeah, 84. Well, what do we got?
0: We're at 1984, which to me is a poop year. 1984. Uh, <laughs> Amadeus won for best picture, also nominated. The Killing Fields, A Passage to India, Places in the Heart, and A Soldier Story. I haven't seen any of these movies, so I can't really I've contribute to this um, conversation.
1: I, I, would, <laughs> I would I would argue, for me, the better, the best movie on the bunch is Places in the Heart, which is a Sally Field movie about a woman uh, taking her family during the Great Depression. A Soldier Story is also really good. Um, that was developed by, from a play. But this wasn't... like Amadeus kind of won on just... Grand Spectacle. It was three hours long. It was about Mozart. It had great costumes. It had a great set design. It kind of just brought everything together. Eh.
0: eh. It's a very meh year. Uh, it's meh year. 1985, Out of Africa on Best Picture.
1: Year. What do you got?
0: Also nominated was The Color Purple, Kiss of the Spider Woman, I've never even heard of that movie, Prizzy's Honor, and Witness.
1: So, so here's the, here's the side, here's, here's the, okay. So what, uh, what one that year? Out of Africa. I hate out of Africa with a passion. <laughs> um, it is one of those movies that's just so, <laughs> so dull. Although people, there are people that really love it. They watch it once a year and they, they, I, I, I feel for them. I do the movies on the list that I would have gone for the, the one movie that doesn't get a lot of love from the 80s and should have actually been on our list as well as witness. Harrison Ford uh, playing a Philadelphia cop who is protecting a an Amish boy that has witnessed a murder. It is one of the great thrillers and action movies of, of the 80s. Um, and it's also one of Harrison Ford's best performances because basically what happens is he has to take the boy back. He uh, gets in- incapacitated and he has to stay with the Amish. So it's this Hardened Philadelphia cop hanging out with Amish people, but he's got a good <laughs> work ethic, so they end up liking him. Um, Kelly McGillis is in it from Top Gun. It's a really great movie. And the other movie that is really good that did, doesn't get a lot of love but should is Pritzy's Honor, which is about two hit women, two hit people that fall for each other. Angelica Houston and and um, Jack Nicholson, uh, and they were kind of an item when it happened. And it, it's directed by her father, John Houston, who's a great filmmaker. That's a really good movie. Uh, Out of Africa is one of those movies that's just, yeah, it's literally like watching paint dry.
0: I think I would have went with Witness on that one as well, (laughs) and then, I mean, obviously the color Purple, but, nineteen eighty six Best Picture Platoon, nominated Children of Lesser God, Hannah and Her Sisters, The Mission, and A Room with a View. This is a non-question. Platoon is the correct choice. Best
1: movie that year. I would say the other thing about eighty five color purple got nominated for 12 13 awards and didn't win any yeah that's insane so it's just it's a crazy and actually widely more widely regarded movie than out of africa is now so so read 80 read 86 again for me 1986
0: is Platoon platoon won best picture and then nominated was children of lesser god hannah and her sisters the mission and a room with a view I've never yeah, seen either four winner. of those, but I know they're not better than platoon.
1: Yeah, none of them are <laughs> better than platoon, so that's a which good
0: also interesting. Platoon not on anybody's lists.
1: Not on anybody's list. Um, but platoon isn't really. A, that's an, again a qualifying movie where we have trouble with how we do polls, which is it's not an action movie because it's 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 distinctly an anti-war movie. So it's a w- real word place. Right. But platoon's really good. Platoon platoon has. Willem Dafoe and Tom Berenger uh, and Charlie Sheen before he went off the deep end.
0: <laughs> before he lost his mind. <laughs> what um, do we
1: got in 87, Paul?
0: 1987, The Last Emperor won Best Picture. Yep. Also nominated Broadcast News, Fatal Attraction, Hope and Glory, and Moonstruck.
1: Okay, so there are three movies that are better than The Last Emperor. The Last Emperor wins because it was the first film to film in the in – the, in the Chinese um, emperor city. So it had a whole thing going for it where it was, you know, it's a good movie, but it's not, it's not necessarily better than Moonstruck. It's not necessarily better than broadcast news. Um, Broadcast news is actually, as we've progressed through life, broadcast news gets more is one of the sharper comedies ever made. Albert Brooks, William Hurt, Holly Hunter, so I would say broadcast news, but <coughs> I know why the Last Emperor won.
0: I think I would pick broadcast news as well. This is the—I think this is the only year where I've seen all of the movies. <laughs> well,
1: wow, that's good. So, well, that, but you were getting—this is—we're getting towards the end of the 80s, so you're getting a little bit older.
0: Well, I was four in nineteen eighty-seven. So,
1: there you uh, go. Nineteen
0: eighty-eight, Rain Man won Best Picture. Okay. Also nominated, The Accidental Tourist, Dangerous Liaisons, Mississippi Burning, and Working Girl.
1: Okay, so Rain Man's a great movie and everybody loves it because Tom Cruise is great in it and Dustin Hoffman gives a really great performance. Although I would argue that Tom Cruise's performance is the one that actually undergoes changes and is actually the better performance in this movie. Very much like Philadelphia where the better performance is Denzel Washington, not Tom Hanks.
0: Right, because Hanks is the same character the whole movie.
1: I would say yeah. that Working Girls a better movie. I would say, I would say that Working Girls definitely, for me, is a better movie. But I understand where the love comes for for Raymond. What were the other ones?
0: Uh, The Accidental Tourist, Dangerous no. Liaison, and yeah. Mississippi Burning.
1: Okay, so Mississippi Burning and Dangerous Liaisons are also better than than this movie. So
0: <laughs> see, I think this is tough though, because Raymond's really good. Year. But Mississippi the Burning is, is also movie. really good. But Dangerous Liaisons is also is, really Dangerous good. Dangerous
1: Liaisons has been remade three times really? in the last four years. It last lasts twenty years, I should say. It's been remade three times: remade as Cruel Intentions, remade as as a movie called Valmont, remade again. Like it's a movie that gets remade over and over again because it's such a good movie. But this particular version, of Dangerous Liaisons, has John Malkovich, has Glenn Close, and Michelle Pfeiffer. Pretty, it's really good. good it's yeah. really good. And Mississippi Burning, probably ahead of its time in dealing with racial issues and, and um where we're at with regards to, as a country, but they were doing it in eighty eight, which is all yeah, the more impressive.
0: insane. Yeah.
1: And and Gene Hackman's really good in it.
0: Gene Hackman crushes it in that movie. <laughs>
1: uh
0: Gene Hackman crushes it in just about everything. But Yeah, I mean, uh, there's
1: really no bad Hackman performances. You can't really go through and go, ah. Eh. I didn't like him There's bad
0: Hackman movies, but he's not bad I think It's
1: not his fault. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Loose Cannons is so, a terrible movie, but it's not has nothing to do with Dan Aykroyd or, or Gene Hackman.
0: No. So the final year of 1980s, 1989, Driving Miss Daisy won for Best Picture, but also nominated was Born on the Fourth of July, Oof. Dead Poets Society, Oof. Field of Dreams, Oof. and My Left Foot.
1: So it's the only one I haven't so, seen
0: is my left foot.
1: Okay, so my left foot's really great, but all the other movies that are there are better than Driving Miss Daisy, and nobody remembers Driving Miss Daisy.
0: And that's uh, I think that's, I've seen it once in my whole life.
1: Yep, and that's that's the thing. It's one of those movies, but all those other movies are are rewatchable. They're amazing to watch. They're good. They're great movies. They have great performances in them, and they're amazing. They're just pieces of cinema that you actually look at and go, "Okay, I love that." You know what I mean? Um, but Dead Poet Society is the one that I would jump on and yeah, go. Yeah, I would
0: pick po- Dead Poet. Poet should have won. I love Field of Dreams. You Field of Dreams go is also wrong. It's great
1: for, for a father. If you've lost your dad, Field of Dreams is one of those movies that every you know every time baseball season starts up, I, I find myself watching Field of Dreams, going, just one one catch, man, just a catch,
0: <laughs>
1: just one catch. But but so uh, this is a nice way and said you we're done with the 80s. Done with the 80s. We're done with the 80s. Done
0: with them. So. Dunsky.
1: It's over. The 80s are done. We're going to move on to the 90s at some point, but.
0: We're but doing something we different next clean. week.
1: We need a palate cleanser. <laughs> we yeah. Need, we need something. We need like a sorbet. Something that gets everybody's attention and then also uh, yet is fun for us to watch and fun for us to talk about. So we're going to announce that. There'll be polls. Paul and I have to discuss it.
0: Um, I thought we decided.
1: Well, Okay.
0: Okay. Um, Announce. We, we were going to do our boy.
1: We are, I, I think we should do our boy. Do it. Announce so,
0: it. So, uh, next week, <laughs> Kyle Defino is like, go back to the 80s. No. <laughs> we're done we with the we 80s. Can't. We can
1: only move forward.
0: We're taking a week off, then we're going to go to the 90s. So next week, we're going to do something a little different, and we're going to work these in, I think. I think I like the idea of sneaking these in uh, breaking up the decades. But next week, we are doing top Keanu Reeves movies. Give us your top So we're going to do an actor.
1: Keanu Don't put it in the comments now. Wait for the poll to come out. Give yeah. us your top three. We're going to take a top 10 Keanu Reeves. We're going to look at the top 10 Keanu Reeves movies.
0: Top 10 Keanu Reeves movies next week. So tomorrow. I think it's tomorrow. kind of big because we'll they
1: just announced that Bill and Ted are going to be on video on demand on, on September 5th. The, so, it was September
0: fifth or first? I thought it was the first. Thought it was the fifth. Either way, it's in September.
1: <laughs> it's sometime in September. When September hits.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't even know what day, 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 day it is today. What day is it? July 29th? I didn't even know that. So yeah,
1: it's it's been a it's been a weird couple <laughs> weeks for me as well. Um, so
0: top Keanu movies next week. So the poll will be out. I, we'll be just discussing all Keanu, all the time.
1: So I I do need to I do need to get serious for a moment. Oh. Paul knows about this, but I do need to get serious for a moment. So um, you have people on all sides of you who are talking about. Um, I don't know anybody that's sick. This is a hoax. This isn't real. This is uh, not real. It, it you know it's a, it's manufactured. It's a pandemic. It's all these different things. If you're watching the program, or if you're seeing the program, you now know somebody that is sick because it's me. So I'm fine. I have no symptoms. Everything's okay. But I want to let everybody know it's real. I'm here. Um, I failed my test. So um, keep my family and everybody in your prayers. Or if you don't, you do high energy. I do high energy stuff. Try to stay away from the God thing. I don't fight about that stuff. Yeah. Um, of- yeah. But, But just so you know, so you know if we have things where we might have to change up because of the program depending but i'm in my two-week quarantine period we have to see what happens but i don't have any symptoms um but everybody else in my house does so it's 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 kind of tore through my house because we're a multi-generational house i live in florida and uh, it's been crazy it's been a really crazy week i didn't get to do the 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 normal pro like pro planning i do on a show Paul knows all about it. He he's carried me through this week. I appreciate him. I appreciate that he's my my co-host. So when somebody says, "Do you know anybody?" or "It's not real. It's a hoax. It's all fake and manufactured. It's not. It's nope. real." It's real. And you now know somebody that has it. So
0: yeah, if you didn't before, <laughs> I'm assuming you yeah, did. If you but before. if you didn't before, you know somebody. So,
1: that's it. That's the end of the show. You can find where can they find you, Paul? I have Paul's
0: spread on the everything's. So do it up.
1: Uh, what I'm about the you? Florida movie guy uh, on Twitter and Facebook, and uh, we're, we have you know, Loud and Nerdy is on YouTube. Uh, with we're on cool the tube Magnus. now. Uh, I want to thank our guest uh, Elizabeth Yazersky for coming on tonight and absolutely murdering it. I want to thank Paul for getting one right. <laughs> it's wow. impressive so, and uh so but we but we want to thank everybody for participating with the show we want to thank everybody for uh watching the show and supporting us and um i'll see everybody next week okay yeah Make see you guys good. next week top, next, top, next three Ke- keanu. top three movies. keanu
0: so then yeah, after, we're after that we'll start the 10. 90s it's
1: gonna, be, it's gonna be one show boom and boom. we have movie motivation boom. We're going to be joined by uh by somebody next week. We already have it lined up. There's two people for the next couple weeks, and then Velvet, if you want to get in on it, your third week away, you have a spot. It. in our hearts and on our show. How's that sound?
0: Nice. Okay? So let's go. Also, thanks for watching, guys. Again,
1: if you want cool D and D gear, critically geared on Instagram, really cool stuff. Um, mm. Thank you all. Paul, have a good day. Stay out of trouble.
0: You too, buddy. I'm gonna go. Stay I'm gonna go and uh, take alive. an ice
1: bath. No, no, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> just a little humor.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'll cool. Talk to you guys Thanks, later. guys. We're out.